what Jesus thinks about Satan. Messages I do on the devil, I try. We might miss one every once in a while, but I try always to put Satan's name with a little s. You hear me? Or the devil, little d. Now, you know, it's a lot of work. Sometimes we might miss one. But I want you to know we do that on purpose because he is defeated. Don't give him the big S in your life. You hear me? Yes or no? Amen? Come on. So let's look at it. What Jesus thinks about Satan. There's a lot of people in our world today that don't believe in the devil. They don't believe there is a Satan. And somehow they think if they sing Kumbaya long enough, he'll go away. I sat down next to a lady on the plane the other day. And we didn't talk about this subject, but, but I did talk about that we come into this earth flawed. We're born flawed. We're born sinners. And she took me to task on that. And I told her, I said, you know what? I never had to spend one afternoon teaching my children how to lie like a dog. Or to take things from the other one, yes or no? I didn't have to do any classes on that. It's amazing how they just know how to do it. You can shelter the snot out of them, excuse me, and they still know how to do it. And back talk and whine. Oh, but they came in perfect. No, the Bible's true. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. Amen? You can, I love babies. They're beautiful. I'm not saying I don't like babies or babies aren't beautiful. But what's that got to do with telling the truth? Say, amen? So listen, a lot of people have that same view about the devil. No, no, there's no evil. What, what planet are you living on? Say, yes or no? You're definitely isolated if you don't think there's evil in this world. Amen? Come on. So, let's see what Jesus thinks, though, because quite frankly, it doesn't matter what you think, and it doesn't really matter what I think. Let's see what He thinks, the Son of the living God from the Word of God. Amen? And then something you can count on. It ain't just quoting Pastor Gary. You can quote Him. Amen? Come on, let's go. So, chronological order. He's baptized. Couldn't get bigger than this. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Heaven's open. Dove lights upon Him. And a voice from heaven thunders. Now that is a good day. Amen? But watch it. What happens next? Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. The Judean wilderness. I've been there many, many times. It's not like our wilderness in America where you got trees and it's, you get you some shade. It ain't like Arizona where it's maybe not a lot of plants and things like that, but it's so jagged. The mountains, the heat, no water. It's unlivable, basically. It's unbelievable. And parts of it look like shards of glass. This is the way I'm seeing it. As a, as a fellow from Carolina, I came and went over there my first time, and I'm looking... Huh. Unbelievable. He was led of the Spirit into these places, the wilderness, to be what? Say it with me. To be what? Tempted of the who? And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know about you, buddy. When I ain't eating, I'm in a bad mood. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've been on a diet lately, okay? But it's, it's my kind of diet where I can eat as much as I want of certain things like protein and just stay off those carbs and stay off that sugar. 
but I ain't starving myself to death. That's my kind of diet. You know what I'm saying? i got to be able to eat. If I just stop eating, you don't want to live with me. <laughs> Amen? Come on. So here he is. He's fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Say it with me. He was afterward and what? I guess so. And when the tempter, the devil, Satan, came to him, he said to Jesus, If you be the Son of God, command that these stones be made into what? Bread. Boy, that's the one thing we don't want to talk about when we're hungry. Yes or no? Can we talk about something else? Absolutely. Jesus answered and said, Man shall not, it's written, it's written, it's written, man shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Good word. We're going to talk about it. Then the devil takes him up into a, the holy city, sets him on the pinnacle of the temple there at Jerusalem, and says unto him, If thou be, you see all them ifs, yes or no? If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Don't think the devil doesn't know the Bible. For it is written, He shall give His angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they will bear you up, lest at any time you should dash your foot against a stone. Say it with me. Jesus said unto him, help me now. It is written. Again. Say it with me. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Now we're just walking, just reading the Bible. Okay? We're hearing some words of Jesus though, aren't we? We're going to come back and catch them. Again, boy, the devil don't quit, does he? The devil takes him up into an exceeding high mountain, shows him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of those kingdoms, and says unto him, All these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Can you imagine such a thing? You don't think the devil will come after you tooth and nail? You don't think he'll pull out all stops to screw you up? You hear me? Well, I can't even believe you asked such a question of Jesus, can you? <laughs> don't think he has any manners, okay? Or any coof. He doesn't. Say it with me. Then said Jesus unto him, help me now, get thee hence. We're going to talk about that. Satan. For it's written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve. Verse 11, let's read it, because we all need to read this and get this in our heart, and, and I hope it's going to be your life as well. Here we go. Then the devil leaves him. That's what I want. And behold, angels came and ministered unto him. What you want, the devil or some angels? I want me some angels. Amen? Come on. Come on. So let's talk about it this morning. Let's talk about it. The temptation of Christ. We're talking about what Jesus thinks about Satan today. Are y'all with me so far going to sleep? Y'all right or not? Say. This is your chance. This is your chance to know what he thinks about Satan. So if you nod off, it's your problem. Here we go. The temptation of Christ is mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Now remember the baptism of Jesus was mentioned in all four Gospels. Not every Gospel writer mentions every single story. And that's okay. They have their different personalities, all led by the Holy Spirit of the living God and writing under His inspiration. But three of the four mention the temptation. Matthew and Luke 
actually record Jesus' words. Okay? Mark mentions it, but doesn't record Jesus' words or his response. Mark only makes a brief statement. But he mentions that not only was Jesus tempted by Satan, say this part with me, Mark mentions this, but that there were what? Wild beasts. And that angels ministered to him. So we see a little bit of a, a, little bit of a difference there in Mark. It doesn't mean they're contra- contradicting one another. No, he's just adding more color. Amen? Let's look at it. Immediately the Spirit drives Jesus into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the what? Wild beasts and the angels ministered unto him. I can only imagine the things that lurk in that wilderness. I mean, you've got to be mean and nasty and tough to live in that wilderness. And I bet you they are hungry. Y'all listening or not? That's Jesus is out there in this mess. So, today, instead of discussing the temptation of Jesus only, we could do that. We could just spend our time on that. I don't want to do that alone. I want to expand today. I want to look at what Jesus what? Thinks. That's what I'm doing. Now I could just teach and we could do that and that's great. But I want to know what He thinks. I want to know what He thinks because I want to think like Him because my thinking screwed up. I need His thinking to be my thinking. Amen. Come on. So, let's start off with this one. Say that with me. Jesus believes in a literal now, guys, that's not going to cut it. Come on. I got up early this morning. Let's do it again. Come on. Here we go. Jesus believes in a literal So immediately, if you don't, you're at odds with Jesus Christ. And that's fine. You can have it your way. I like to know stuff, though. I like to be prepared. I know a lot of people would just rather stick their hand, head in the sand. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, it's not happening. And you wake up and, oh my God, it's happening. Listen, I strongly advise you don't stick your head in the sand on this one. Jesus believes in a literal devil. Number one, first we can clearly see from Jesus' words that He believes that there really is a what? That's number one this morning. Let's get that down pat. Jesus calls Him Satan. Jesus in the letters in red, not just here, but throughout the New Testament, Jesus calls the devil Satan more than any other name. Now if He calls Him that more than any other name, I want to look at that name. I want to see why he chose to call him Satan more than any other name. There's lots of names for the devil in the Bible. But Satan more than any other. Some examples. Jesus uh, Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence or behind me, Satan. Okay? For it's written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Satan. Satan. The Greek word. Is my Greek scholar in the room? Yes, there she is. It is so awesome to have somebody that is Greek and that went to Greek schools when they were little children. Amen? Come on. She knows it. Satan. The Greek word for Satan is diabolos. How do you say it? Diabolos. See, she got. She knows how to do it. That word used more by Jesus about the devil than any other word. Diabolos. You know what it means? Say it with me. The what? 
One more time. The what? The accuser. Guys, that's who he is. He is the accuser. He is the accuser. Now, I just want to say something. When you accuse people, you're being just like Satan. Did you hear me? Yes or no? When you accuse people. I'm not talking about a crime happened, somebody did it, you're giving the facts, that's the way it is. You're not accusing, it's the truth. You're a witness and it happened. But so many of us accuse people. Are y'all listening or not? It happens in the church. It's horrible. Did you hear what old sister so-and-so? I heard what she said. You're being just like the devil. That's not tolerated here at Fellowship Church. Do you hear me? Yes or no? We come here to worship, not to fight. Amen. Say. We come here to know that we matter and we have value, not to be put down. Yes or no? Amen. And we don't want to be like the devil. That is the number one job of the devil. He is the accuser of the who? The brethren, the Bible says. And that's why Jesus keeps hammering on this. So that's what his name means. Some scripture, if Satan cast out Satan, he's divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? This is Jesus speaking. And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Just showing you he talks about the devil in different ways and Satan. Matthew 13, the field is the world, the good seed of the children of the kingdom, the tares of the children of the wicked one, the enemy that sowed them is the who? The devil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are his angels, etc. He just mentions the devil, Satan, throughout the New Testament. Not just with his temptation, but he turned, he said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, what? Satan. That's interesting. Thou art an offense unto me. You don't savor the things that be of God, but the ones that be of, of men. You're not going to go to the cross, Jesus. I'm going to spare your life. I'm going to save you. That's pretty much what Peter was saying. I'll give my life for you. It's not happening. Let me tell you something. You better get behind me. Amen? Come on. So, Satan. You don't believe in a devil, do you? I've heard this a lot. People call me wild-eyed. I'm a wild-eyed preacher, you know, because I believe the Bible. Quite frankly, on the plane the other day, a lady sat next to me, and she might be watching. I'm tickled that you are. I encouraged her to. But, but, you know, the, the conversation started. You don't, you're not one of those guys that believe the Bible literally. You're not one of those guys that believe in them revivals and that, them healings and stuff. Well, I, I do think a lot of the healings are a bunch of bull. I'll tell you that straight up. I think a lot of the stuff that people run around acting like crazy people, they're acting like crazy people. I will tell you that, okay? But I definitely literally believe in the Bible, flat out. Amen. And I definitely believe in revival. <laughs> because we need it. We need some help in our hearts. Amen? But the point is, if you believe in the devil and you're a preacher like me, then somehow you're wild-eyed and you're crazy. Okay? So a lot of people scoff at the fact that we believe like Jesus believes. Have I lost you or not? They would rather, you know, you don't believe, you don't believe in Satan, do you? And if you do, they sort of put him like this, as a man in a little red suit with a pitchfork. That's who Satan is. He, boy, hasn't Satan duped the world? Yes or no? He took a little red man and a little pitchfork. Hello? He's been made cute. Say, say this with me. My writing, won't you say it with me? He has been made cute and even small in our thinking as to not even exist at all. And if he does exist, he's not very powerful. He's just a little red man, a little red suit with pitchfork. Guys, 
What does Jesus think about Satan? It's what we're talking about. Number one, he believes there's a literal devil, a literal Satan. One of the most powerful things we can learn from Jesus' thinking today is that there is a literal what? And he doesn't go around with a little old pitchfork and a little red suit. He is our chief what? Accuser. That's what his name means. He is our what? Adversary. And he is seeking to do what to you and me? Destroy us. How many ever feel like this? You have had an all-out attack. Whether it was other people full of the devil or whatever, but you, you've had an all-out attack in your life from Satan himself. Can I see your hand? Okay. And a lot of us don't even know what it, that, that we've had that, that we've experienced that. How many have had something terribly evil happen to you? Let me see your hand. Just evil. Just evil. Well, who do you think did that? Amen. I know people do it, but people led of the devil. Amen. So, Satan... First point we're making today, he's the ultimate what? He's the ultimate terrorist. This is what Jesus thinks. He wants to remain hidden. That's what he is. Little, little red, little, red, little man, red suit, pitchfork. Hello? He wants to remain hidden. He wants to remain hidden in the mind of the believer so that he can strike without being what? Man, you need to name your enemy. You need to know who your enemy is. I... I'm shocked, to be honest with you, with our country today. I'm shocked that people are marching in the streets. This is Gary talking. To allow certain people from countries that we know they're, they're not friendly countries to us. I'm shocked by that. I'm not saying we don't love people and want people to come in our country, but I, I never thought I'd see that day. Do y'all hear me, yes or no? Because we know this, this is happening out there. I don't necessarily know the right way to go about it. I'm not an expert on that. But I'm certainly wanting to help keep our country safe. I know that's a little sideline. And I want to do it the right way. But man, you know what I'm saying? I don't like terrorists. Do you? Yes or no? Y'all like terrorists? I like terrorists. You're not a nice Christian. Then I ain't a nice Christian. Because I don't like terrorists. I don't like people that want to come to this country and hurt us. Do you? Why would I like that? And before I want them coming in here, I want to make sure as much as humanly possible that you're not coming here to hurt us. Because if you do, we're going to hurt you. Amen. Yes or no? Oh, I know I get, I get letters occasionally that I'm so conservative. Well, you count on it. I'm going to be that way to the, to the end. <laughs> I'm going to keep being that way. Come on. Come on. There's plenty of folk out there with the other view. I want to keep my view. Amen. Come on. Come on, guys. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion seeking to eat your lunch, to destroy you, to eat you alive. That's what that says. But let's just kick back and relax. Woo! Mercy. Come on. Push me, buddy. We become subject to his diabolicalness. I don't even know if that's a word. Unaware, much like anthrax. When we don't realize there's a devil, when, we don't, when we're not vigilant, it's like that little white powder in an envelope. And he just lulls us to sleep. And we wonder, what happened? Why did I screw up so bad? Why did I make such horrible decisions? Because he's just a little red man, a little, little pitchfork, you know, you know. He's the ultimate terrorist. I hope one thing you heard today so far is that you'll stop accusing people. 
It's horrible in marriage. It's horrible. I got a whole message in the next service on marriage. Mo's marriage, it is sort of a nasty message. I, you might want to stay. I don't know. I get like this when I'm away for about a week. But listen, listen. The worst thing you can do in a relationship is accuse. Yeah, but. Yeah. You can say yeah, but till the cows come home. It's of the devil. You think your accusing is going to fix them? Say if I just accuse them enough and tell them enough, yeah, I accuse you, it's going to get better. We're going to have a great honeymoon. I don't think so. I think I'd rather trust. I'd rather trust. And if you mess me over, we're going to deal with it. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? But why do I want to spend my life accusing? And you might say, I don't understand. Be careful not to say that I don't understand because I do understand. I'm just saying, I don't want to be like the devil. Y'all listening to me or not? I want to take my life and be proactive. I want to do right things and good things. And I want to build people, not tear them down. Amen? Yes or no? Okay, I know I got a little sideways there, but it's important. There's a real devil, and say it with me, he hates what? Can we look at somebody and say that? There's a real devil. Come on. And he hates your... I'm telling you, Ray. Come on. Don't be brain dead. And dismiss him as much as the church today has done. We go to church on Sunday. We're just lulled to sleep. Make me feel good, preacher. I want you to be a fighter man. I want you to win in your marriage. I want us to see our city reach for Christ. There's a devil out there that hates our guts, man. But hallelujah, Jesus loves me. And greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. Amen? Come on. Not trying to depress you today. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Come on. So, what does Jesus think about Satan? We've already seen number one. He believes there's a literal devil. So if you don't, you don't think like Jesus. That's fine. Have at it. Number two, Satan wants you to change your focus. Now we're talking about the letters in red and what happened with Jesus. He would rather you think about feeding your belly than fortifying your spirit. He would rather you please the flesh and your desires than to think about spiritual things and this unseen war. There, he is the ruler. He's the God and the ruler of this world. That's Satan. He's the ruler of the prince of the power of the air. That's who he is. If we could peel back the curtain and see the demons in this room this morning who's trying as I preach to steal it from your ears, we wouldn't probably get out of bed. We'd be so scared. Amen? Thank God we don't get to see everything. Amen? Say. But we have faith. And we remain vigilant and strong. Listen. Listen. He wants us to change our focus, though. Look at Jesus' thinking on this particular matter. When the tempter came to Jesus, He said, If, if, if you be the Son of God, command these stones be made into bread. But Jesus answered Him and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Was Jesus physically hungry? Sure. But did Jesus focus on the, on the spiritual? On the physical? Was He focusing on the physical that Satan wanted to offer him, or was he focusing on the spiritual? 
He was focusing on the Word. You don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Let's look at that just a thought. Man shall not live by bread alone, Jesus said. That kind of focus in your life simply in the physical is going to do what? It's going to what? It's going to fail, guys. I'm not saying we don't care about the physical. I'm not, nobody likes to eat out more than me. Okay? Nobody likes probably physical things as much as I do. I'm talking about from football, excuse me, to sex. Okay? Excuse me. Okay? The fact of the matter is I'm a physical guy. I like the physical. Okay? But I need to focus more on the spiritual than I do on the what? Yes, sir. Did I lose y'all with the sex line? Our preacher likes to have sex with his wife. That's a good thing. Here we go. I'm sorry. I've been away. I've been away. Here we go. Sorry. I'm horrible, aren't I? You're not coming back, are you? Here we go. Hey, if I was you and I heard that, I'd probably go, oh my gosh, i got to get out of here. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, life is not just about the physical and my flesh and my desires and what I like and what I want. It's about God's Word. It's about what He says. I need to have that. Satan wants to change our focus. He wants us to focus on the physical, on our physical needs, on the flesh, on our business, on this, on that, and not give God a hoot of our time. That's Satan's plan. And then we wonder why our life is going off the rails like it is. It's because you, you could just check it out. You're not giving him the time, man. He, this came from God's mouth, the very mouth of God, Jesus. He, it feeds the spirit of man. The Word of God is our food. The Word of God. How many of you faced hard, 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 hard times and fights with the devil? And it was a scripture and some scripture that you kept quoting and saying to the devil that delivered you. Can I see your hands? Come on. That delivered me. That's what I hung on to. I didn't have anything else. I'm just quoting. All things work together for good. Greater is He that's in me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror through Him that loved me. Amen? Come on. So, the spiritual. Don't let the diabolical one allow you to shift your what? He tried to get Jesus to shift his focus on food and not on the spiritual things. Satan comes cleverly, deceptively when we have basic needs. This is how Satan comes, with our basic needs and struggles. And in those basic needs and struggles, he tries to allure us and shift our what? He just comes in everyday life. How many was having a pretty good life and Satan hit you right upside the head? Let me see it. Life was going good. It was just a normal life I was having and wham out. That's how he does. Jesus had fasted 40 days, 40 nights, and he was what? He was hungry. Satan's attack, he thought, was at Jesus' weakest point. That's what he's going to do. Now, Satan is not all-knowing. He's not all-knowing. But you know what? I can get with somebody and tell if they're hungry or not. I can spend some time with somebody and see if they focus more on the physical than they do on the spiritual. Okay? And Satan, I mean, he ain't all-knowing, but he's, he's wise. For the Word of God, the Bible says, is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit it's a, and of the joints of marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our heart. That's why we need God's Word. Because who can know the heart of a man? We deceive ourselves. We need His Word. Y'all listening today? 
So remember, say it with me, remember the what? The Word of God. We don't just get here on Sunday just to kick back. We actually mean what we say here. We have Bible studies. Why do we have so many? So that maybe there'll be one out there that you can plug into. Why are we on the Internet? Maybe you can look that away. Why are we on radio twice a day? Why? So you can maybe get out there and listen to me and others that are better than me by any means. And listen to them. Listen to them. Number three, what Jesus thinks about Satan. Number one, he's real. Number two, he wants to change your focus. Jesus speaking. That's what he thinks. Number three, Satan wants to challenge and disrupt and disrupt your what? Your trust in the Lord. He wants to do that. How many would say that you have done that in your life? Satan attacked you, whatever happened, could be somebody of the devil, whatever. But you really, during that time, you lost trust and confidence in the Lord for a while anyway. I just did. I did it. That's his goal. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. I don't know why that scripture's there, but that's okay. Amen? That should have been, uh, that should have been Proverbs. I'm sorry. Four, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. I think, no, 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own what? In all your ways acknowledge, and He will direct your path. So we want to make that quick correction. He wants you to feel forsaken and all alone. Satan, that's what He wants out of you. He would like you to move from your daily walk and trusting relationship with the Lord to one of what? Fear and what? Why did God let this happen? I've said it before. That's the only real bullet that the devil has to the child of God. He can't send you to hell. You're washed in the blood of Christ. But what he can do is he can get you, if you allow him to, to doubt and blame God. That's his only bullet. That's not going to frighten me if you think of it like that. Wait a minute. All you can do to me is get me to blame God and not trust God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put more Word in me so, sucker, when you come to me, I'm going to be able to fight you and I'm not going to blame God. I'm going to praise God because I know His Word. Amen. Y'all listening? Come on. That's the plan here. He wants to show... He wants to show, Satan wants to show, say this with me, the what? The ifs in your mind. If the Lord would have done this or if the Lord would have done that. How many of you got your life off the track for a while because you went after an if in your head? Can I see it? An if. An if. That's all he has. That's why we need to think like Jesus. You mean all you got is getting me to listen to some if? Now, when somebody betrays you or hurts you or, or murders somebody in your family, I'm not saying that's not evil and it doesn't hurt. But that is not the time you blame God. That's the time you fall at His feet. Y'all hear me? Now, Satan, he's, he's rough. Listen, Jesus said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. To not trust the Lord is to tempt the Lord. Here's a scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Amen. Trust in the Lord. Don't play the diabolical ones what? I'm not going to play that game with you. Talk to him like that. I'm not going to play that game with you. Did Jesus tell Satan to get behind him? Did he talk to the devil? Yeah, I ain't saying get a Ouija board or something and go have a picnic, okay? But I am saying this. Excuse my language. When crap's happening, 
Talk to him about it. You get out of here. I don't care if people think you're crazy. It means nothing to me. Get behind me. That ain't strong enough as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure it was different. You hear me? I'm sure his language was different. I believe it had some decibels to it. Amen? Satan is a loser and he wants you to be a what? That's what he wants out of you. He wants you to lose. Satan will cleverly and deceptively quote and misquote the what? He can quote it. I told you. He's not all-knowing, but he is one wise sucker. Don't fall prey to him. We're talking about what Jesus thinks about Satan. How do you really combat him and fight him? You need to know your what? Is that Time Magazine up there or Fox News Channel? No. Your Bible, your Bible, your Bible, your Bible. If we knew half what we know about politics and sports, if we knew that kind of stuff about the Bible, I tell you what, we'd kick Satan in the tail. It's a lack of knowledge while we perish, the Bible says. Satan, number four, wants you to do what? Cheapen your view of the what? That's why I try to pound it into you, because I try to pound it into me. God gets all the what? Credit. I say credit. Glory is a great word. But I use the word credit. Because we can give God glory and still take some of the credit. We think. I want him to get the glory, the credit, all of it. Amen? Say, don't cheapen that. That's what Satan wants to do. He took Jesus to an exceeding high mountain, shows him all the kingdoms of the world, says unto him, all these things I'll give you if you will fall down and do what? Give me some glory. He wants to take the glory from God. There's nothing more beautiful, I think, than somebody who has really been hurt horribly bad. And they still... Praise the Lord. When life is as bad as it can get. And they're not jumping around. I'm not talking about that. But when you talk to them, they still have faith in Jesus Christ. I can just imagine God in heaven going, I'm proud of them. That's my son. That's my daughter. Look at them. Even though they're hurting, they're praising me yet. Amen? That's why a lot of this stuff happens. He wants it. Then said Jesus unto him, Get, get thee hence. Get away from me. Be gone. For it's written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, Him only shalt thou serve. i got a quick, quick rod. Satan wants you to think all views of God are acceptable. He wants you to think all views of God are acceptable. He wants to lull you to sleep. All views of God are acceptable. He wants you to believe whatever except in Jesus Christ and go to heaven. He wants you to be lost. If you're a Christian, he wants you to Get some of the glory. He wants you to get some of the glory. Churches destroy each other today because of pride. Y'all know that, right? Yes or no? Someone told me this morning, I know their former pastor, a good, good, good man. He's retired. Now the church is in a mess. Okay? You know what I told him? When Clark quits here, this church ain't going to be in no mess. You hear me? Because we're going to remember talks like this and we're going to fight like crazy is what we're going to do to keep loving Jesus Christ and loving people and not centering some ministry around me. Amen? Yes or no? Amen? Come on. But people want the glory. People want pride. We want that. Listen, he doesn't want you to worship and serve the Lord. That's Satan's plan. Listen to what Jesus said. Get thee hence, Satan. I know it's a little stronger than that because I looked it up. Here it is. The word here, say it with me, is what? 
Can we say it like he's really in your mess? One more time. The word here is what? Isn't that crazy? Now, I know you've got a different way of saying it. I thought I would say some of that on stage today, but I'm watching my mouth. Be gone, Satan! Be gone! Get out of here! Leave me alone! Leave my family alone! Quote Scripture at it. Scripture, 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 Scripture. Y'all hear me? There's no picnic here. It's the be gone, not get thee behind me, get thee hence. That's a little too weak. That's the way the Bible writers wrote it. That's not the way he said it. You ever told somebody to, to get out? Say, how many ever you in a bad situation? You told him to get out. Did you do it like this? Get out. Can we say it like you should have said it? Here we go. We're going to say it on the count of three. We're going to say get out. You ready? One, two, three. Yeah. I believe that's the way you said it. <laughs> Amen. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Amen. What Jesus thinks about Satan. Am I done, Raj? No. Quit nodding your head. <laughs> Here's the last one. We quit with this, Raj. If you'll get me that one scripture from Isaiah, please. Satan is a fallen foe. Satan is a fallen foe. Because after this happened, Satan left. And the angels came and ministered to Jesus. I want to close with this. We had more. You can go online, get, this, get the rest of the message. But it's not a lot. You were with me. We did it. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exhort my throne above the stars of God. I will set upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. Don't you like that scripture? Tell him that. Tell him that. To the sides of the pit. You get out of here. Be gone. Go back to the hole which you belong in. Y'all think I'm crazy today, don't you? You can tell I've been through some trouble, can't you? In my life. Flat out. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? I wish all of y'all would start seeing the devil like that. Are you kidding me? Is this the one... I was so afraid of. <laughs> Is this the one that brought me to my knees and scared the snot out of me? I know Jesus. I know His Word. I have the Holy Spirit, the living God, living inside of me. You are nothing. You don't make me tremble anymore. You hear me? He's a fallen foe that did shake the kingdoms that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof. Just think about the carnage down through our 
centuries in history of the world. That opened not the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nation, even all of them, lie in glory, everyone in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the raiment of those that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden underfoot. That's some strong words, ain't it? Don't fear the devil. You hear me? I understand. I'm not saying that don't be wise. Be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. But don't fear. Greater is he that's in me. Say it with me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Let's say all of them together. Give me another one. These things have I spoken unto you. Say it with me. That in me you might have what? Peace. In the world you shall have what? Help me, church. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Say this one with me. The thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy loud. Church, come on. I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more. In case you're ever wondering what Jesus thinks about Satan, that's what he thinks. Amen. Let's praise the Lord for his word. Amen. Come on. Woo! Man! Praise the Lord. Amen.